now it's time to get soapy because our soap god, our bubbly soap god, David Jordison joins us now. Hello, you. Hello, I'm just picking our toffee from my mouth. I've just had a biscuit. Oh, oh, what kind of biscuit? Oh, well, we're not allowed to say brand names, are we? Oh, so well, it's some it, kind of toffee it, biscuit. It's one time with toffee biscuit, yeah, yeah. The editor of um, Inside Soap, Stephen, is, is Scottish, as a lot of people might know. And um, he was up there visiting family the other week and came down with a load of uh, biscuits and char- and bars and things from a very well-known Scottish brand that begins with tea. And we all thoroughly enjoyed those. Oh, my goodness. You know, I would send you them down if you find it hard to get them, Mr. Jorgensen. There are certain things we cannot get. Um, the, we can get most of the stuff. The one, th- there's two things now in Scotland that you cannot get, and one of them is, um, it's like a caramel wafer with coconut on the top, and I've forgotten what it's called. And oh, like a, mac- a macaroon type. Yeah, no, 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 it's not like that. It's like a bar. It's like um, it's like a bar thing, and it is amazing. But the other thing you cannot get now, I, I don't know what they call it in Scotland. Is it? A, is it a tin, a pan loaf? Is it that, that yes, one? Yes, pan um, bread. Because I, I lived in Ireland for so long. Um, in, over there, they call it batch bread. Yes. And it's the really thin sliced ones, and it makes the most amazing toast. Oh, David. Do you know, next you time... cannot get that down here at all. Next time I come down to London, I am going to come armed with enough to oh. feed you for a year. You better have a big <laughs> freezer. Oh, no, I've got a tiny freezer oh. as well. And the, door, and the door is broken on it as well. So there you go. Right, I'll bring you two loaves. That do. <laughs> Two. Can't even get one loaf in there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's great to have you on the programme today. Anyway. It always is. It always is, David. I love this time of the week because we get to talk about my favourite subject, which is, of course, the soap operas. And uh, we'll start off, as we always do, with Emmerdale. Now, lots happening in Emmerdale at the moment. I don't know whether to start with Belle, who obviously is... Um, yeah. Yeah, she's she's been a bit naughty. Um, or whether to start with no, we'll start with Belle. We'll definitely start, start with, with Belle. Belle. Yeah. What yes, is going on got, there? Um, yes, and Belle now having an affair with Doctor Bailey, of course, and uh, his wife arrives, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's not it's not a good thing at all, is it? He's married, and there is Belle, and uh, she's still so young as well. And we're gonna we're gonna come to something quite similar in EastEnders when we talk about that. But yeah, it's uh, Belle is old enough to know better, and uh, yeah, I mean, in fairness to her, she's had a really hard time recently obviously with her parents Zach and Lisa getting um splitting up and all the, the affair that he had and everything else and going back to all the stuff she like she had that nervous breakdown following the death of her best friend of course and spent time in juvenile detention because of it and so you can see why she's in a really really messed up place but I think um, having an affair with a doctor is a, a married doctor at that isn't is not the best way to do things well, the other thing is, I mean, she told him she was older than she was. He's just realised that she's 17. Uh, now, obviously, he went to treat Lisa last night because Lisa had one of her angina attacks and found out, yes. you know, he saw a picture of Belle on where the mantelpiece or wherever it was and uh, put two and two together and realised that, that Belle's not living with a flatmate. She's living with her mum. You're living with her mum, exactly, and she doesn't want to stop living with my mother because she's desperate to hang on to that farm as well. And, oh, yeah, it's what a mess indeed. What an absolute mess. Silly, silly belt. She needs to sort herself out. I think Dr. Bailey is, but Bailey's drama is only going to get a lot worse as time goes on. I think he needs to nip this in the bud right now, but I think he might already be past the point of no return. 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, listen, Kane and Moira. Now, obviously, uh, we saw the other day, Kane forgot Moira's birthday. Um, oh, what's her name? The daughter that's come back. Uh- Oh, uh, Holly. Holly. Now, Holly is. I love the way you put me on. You really put do put me under pressure sometimes. I know I'm. I know I'm supposed to know everything, but I've, sometimes I have these mental blocks with the names. But that's what I and have as well. And you'll say to me, I can't remember the name, and I'll be like, and I'm the soap expert, and I can't remember the name either. What do I look like? But the thing is, David. I mean, you know, I might sit and watch them every night, and then watch the omnibuses at the weekend. Not that I don't have a life. Um, but you're the soap guru. nothing (laughs) anyway listen let's move on to talk about are you still there david are you still there i am sorry you did actually you did actually i did actually lose you for one second there but i think whatever silence i did was quite appropriate for whatever you said so let's just leave it at that you know it was actually very appropriate um i was waiting for you to laugh or say something kind of um rude to me but you didn't you didn't you just disappeared for a couple of seconds (laughs) anyway (laughs) probably just as well um Listen, uh, let's talk about, uh, yes, Holly and Kane. Now, is Holly falling in love with Kane? It looks that way, doesn't it? Holly is another really, really messed up um, young person as well. She's been in London, down here in London, and getting back involved in drugs like she was the last time she was living in Emmerdale. And, yeah, she's brought some really bad ways with her as well. And I think the only person Holly really likes at the moment, to be honest with you, is herself. And I think she's out to get whatever she can. Um, I think she needs a big reality check. And yeah, I mean, falling in love with your your mother's husband is not the best way to do this. I'm not sure she is in love personally. I think she's more infatuated and she kind of wants that stability in her life. And this is a very weird way of getting it. But yeah, I do. I feel a bit sorry for her, but she, again, she really needs to take a step back and sort herself out. Yeah, she certainly does. Okay, finally with Emmerdale, let's talk about David and Tracy. Now, obviously, David has been diagnosed with stage two testicular cancer. Um, and Tracy, well, she was kind of pretending she didn't know because Eric had a bit of a meltdown and confided mm. in her. Um, and actually, I thought she dealt with it so beautifully. But, you know, her and David ended up sharing a room, shall we say. And um, and then he found out the next day that, that she knew and, and now he thinks that she just felt sorry for him. Is this going to take off this relationship? I hope so. I think they're quite good together. And I think David needs a bit of happiness in his life. Uh, um, but, I mean, he's got bigger things to think about at the moment, hasn't he? He'll be going into hospital uh, tomorrow and um, going uh, in for surgery then. So obviously, I mean... To be honest with you, where cancer's concerned, that's just the start of it, isn't it? You, you've got to have the surgery and then you've got to try and recover from that and also wait for the results of the following test to make sure that the surgery was a success. And if not, then you've got to have more chemo, radiotherapy or whatever your treatments you're going to have. So, yeah, I think he's got a long way to go. Now, I do hope he's got people around him. He's obviously got his father. He is, you know, he's got he's got um, everybody around him, his family and his ex is there, obviously supporting, which is brilliant. Brilliant. And I hope Tracy can be there for him as well. And I think she can be as long as he allows her to do that. But, you know, like father, like son, Eric, when um, he lost Val, shut everybody out. And I'm just wondering if David is going to go down the same route after his operation. He's going to start shutting people out as well. I hope he doesn't, but I've got a feeling that's the way it might go.
Yes, like father, like son, possibly. Mm. Okay, let's move on then to Coronation Street. And, uh, well, the big storyline last night was Tony. Tony is dead. Dead, yes. I don't I don't like it when people die off screen. I, I, I like to see, unless, you know, some there's a really big reason for, for doing it, I don't like them to do that. So, you know, I'm not happy because I actually quite like Tony as a character as well. I know he was really bad and he treated Liz really badly and he was teaming up with Trace to try and take over the Rovers and, you know, it's never a good idea. But I think deep down, I think if Tony had stayed around, I think he might have turned into actually quite a good character and would have stood up for his family. Jason, obviously, is his son and and, uh, and supported everyone. But yeah, we're never going to find out now because he's had a heart attack and died. Well, this is the thing. I don't understand why they've kind of killed him off so kind of unceremoniously. I mean, it just seems like, you know, he he kind of left quietly yeah. and now he's dead. And I, I don't understand why, you know, they, they didn't have some kind of massive exit storyline for him that, that was a bit more dramatic. I mean, the good thing about this, if you could say that, you know, there is a good thing to come out of it, is the fact that uh, we're getting to see a lot more from Jason now, because we haven't seen that kind of side of Jason for a while now, you know, the, the side that's struggling to deal with everything that's going on around him and lashing out. And it's really given Ryan Thomas, who plays in, a lot to do. So that is that is a really good thing. And you know, he is very talented, you know, and it's nice to see him actually get to do a few things like that as well. So, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be a really difficult time now for Jason. And obviously, I mean, we've got everything else going on around him as well. Obviously, with the stuff with Liz, you know, Liz was involved with Tony. And I think we're going to see a bit of conflict between uh, Jason and Liz now. Now, obviously, Beverly Collard, who plays Liz, has taken some time out from Coronation Street to deal with her own personal health issues. Um, so it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how that plays out as well, because I don't think Liz is going to be around uh, on the street for a, a little while yet. Um, and obviously in the middle of all this, of course, we've got Eileen and we've got Phelan desperately trying to worm his way in there and get what he can out of the Grimshaw family. And there's only Todd that seems to have realised this so far. And so it's so many different complications. And obviously Obviously, you would expect that someone like Tony, if feeling was playing up like this, would come back and sort it all out for them because, you know, it takes a villain to know a villain. And Tony, even though he was great, he was also had that deeply villainous side. Now, feeling is just out and out villain, of course. And so I think Tony could have dealt with him quite well, but obviously he's not going to be able to do that anymore because he's dead. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, a, you know, I hate also when a character has no chance of coming back unless there's another Bobby Ewing moment. But, um, you know, it, it, it's just a it's a real shame, actually. I'm sorry to, you know, that we've lost Tony as a character because he was really, really good. And as much as you hated him at times for the things that he did, he was a great actor, really, really good uh, Yes, he was absolutely so... brilliant. Yeah, I really enjoyed watching him at all. He was really, really entertaining. Yeah, so, yeah, big loss to Coronation Street. But uh, it'd be very interesting to see what um, what effects uh, Tony Steph will have on the people who he's left behind. Absolutely. Well, Steve's back. Steve is back from Spain. And obviously, Michelle, now she nearly kind of ended up Michelle. with Will. Yes. Um, but she does kind of, I mean, she fancies them, doesn't, doesn't she? And I don't know, is she feeling a bit kind of, is this going to work out with Steve and Michelle? Well... This is the thing. Now, Steve has obviously been away in Spain with his brother Andy for so long and uh, left Michelle to pick up the pieces. And obviously, when someone like Will comes along, handsome, really charismatic, lovely, gives you lots of attention, of course, you're going to have your head turned. You know, who, who, 
which others wouldn't, you know. And uh, I, I really feel for Michelle in this one because she feels feel abandoned by everything and having to do with all the McDonald dramas and then in the middle of all this, having to cope with, you know, best friend Carla's of going through a big, huge things as well. And uh, it, it's it's very difficult. She's been in a very tricky situation. Um, what is going to happen in the future, I don't know. There's a bit more real life dimension to this, of course. We've talked about this before. Is uh, um, is that um, the actor who plays Steve Simon Gregson went and got on a scooter and ended up damaging his? I think it was his collarbone or his arm, one of the two. But he's been seen out and about this week with this sling on his arm. So I have no idea at the moment whether this means that Steve has left Coronation Street to recover, or if they're going to write this injury into the storylines. I'm not 100 percent sure yet. So it'd be very interesting to find out. But I hope that Steve and Michelle's marriage that Steve does do something to his arm and he has to walk around with a cast on it because uh, I'm not sure that Michelle could take Steve going off again. Uh, uh, I think it would send us straight back into Will's arms. Oh, yeah, I think it would too. I think, um, you know, you can see that she felt clearly abandoned by Steve uh, towards the end, you know, when when he was obviously doing very well out in Spain. Okay, Mm. um, last but not least, let's talk about EastEnders. And there's huge, a huge storyline going on in EastEnders at the moment. And obviously it's... um, this kind of underage story with Jay. Now, we know as viewers that um, Jay has been duped by uh, Star, who called herself Lindsay. Lindsay, yeah. Um, saying she was a lot older. Uh, it turns out she's only 14. Now, nothing has happened between them other than kissing. Well, well, this is the thing. Now, it's been very difficult to watch EastEnders this week. And, uh, and yeah, someone like Jay, who, you know, he's kind of supported the Mitchell family for a long time now. And he's always been that voice of reason and everything that's been going on. We're filled with the booze and, and Ben trying to come out as gay. You know, supported everyone there. And he's even, you know, helped Sharon as well to deal with the divorce from Phil. But now, obviously, he had this relationship with Lindsay and he thought it was all going to be great and fine. Turns out that Lindsay's only 14. Lindsay's not even a real name. She's called Star. And yes, nothing happened between them apart from kissing. But as we found out in last night's episode, when he was in that courtroom, a lot more came out with the fact that um, Lindsay Stroke Star had sent him um, pictures of her self and that led to a child pornography charge added on to everything else and he had to plead guilty because he had no choice. And, And it's so sad to see because... As he said, he didn't want a 14-year-old girl to have to go through the process of having those pictures laid bare for everyone to see and to have to give evidence against him in a courtroom. So he's innocent, she's innocent, you know, and it's such a difficult situation. And the law says that Jay is the one who is in the wrong. And I think he knows that as well. But it is deeply unfair, the situation that he's found himself in. And he's still asking himself the question now, why didn't I ask how old she was? And, you know, and that's the question that's going to haunt him now. And I think he's not going to have any easy time with it if he decides to stay around in Walford because we've already seen trying to go into the Vic and having a drink and everyone just looking at him like he is he's an outcast from Walford society now and it's going to take a very very long time for him to come back from that I have no idea what's going to happen next actually it'll be very interesting to see now the ramifications of this but obviously we've seen these stories in the news so there's this real life dimension to it as well we've seen all the stories about different people and it's happened to you know the various high profile court cases involved this but then even on a personal level as well as well you see things like the, the, the big problem in schools with people over these 
school kids exchanging naked pictures of each other and things like that. I mean, you know, the law is desperately trying to catch up with these things to legislate for it and to make sure that children are protected. And it's such a difficult story. And I think everyone involved has done a really, really good job so far. And it's been absolutely fantastic. I mean, you have to say, Jamie Borthwick, who plays Jay, has been absolutely brilliant in all this. Just playing Jay's wide-eyed fear of everything that's happened and suddenly being told that everyone around him thinks he's a paedophile. I mean, that's just absolutely horrific. And you just couldn't imagine having to deal with something like that. So yeah, and well done, Jamie Borthwick. He's been absolutely brilliant so far. Absolutely. And I think it's, as you say, you know, it's a very difficult watch for us as as viewers, uh, but it does go on in the press and we see it all the time. And although we're sitting as viewers going, how could you do that? How could you think that Jay would do something like that? You know, we've seen in, in other, you know, more sinister cases in the press that, that it does happen. It really does happen. Yeah. So, you know, who's to know who is, is innocent in, in a kind of real life situation or not? It's, it's very, very difficult. Um, listen, just finally with these standards, Denise, what is happening? Is she going into meltdown or what? Oh, Denise, I know. What is she playing at the moment? Libby comes back and she's pregnant and it's not the right time for her to have a baby. So she wants to have a termination and she actually went through with that. And Denise, instead of supporting her, what did she do? She screamed Blue Murder about wanting to have a grandchild and then went and got drunk and slept with Phil. What was she doing? Absolutely great. I've got a feeling she thinks that nobody knows about this apart from her because Phil can't remember having got drunk after everything that happened with Jay and and then sleeping with her. I've got a feeling this is really going to come back to bite her because secrets don't stay secret for long in Soapland, as we all know. So, Denise, I don't think you're out of the woods yet, love. No, they don't stay secret in Soapland. Thank goodness for all of us sitting at home watching. Listen, David, thank goodness for all of us sitting at home listening to you today. You're brilliant. Mm. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to have you on the programme. And obviously the brilliant copy of Inside Soap magazine is out on the shelf. So please do go out and get it if you can. But if you can and you want to take a look online, it is a fully accessible website. Have you got the web address? Yes, it's insidesoap.co.uk. Fabulous. David, have a Brilliant week, and we'll see you again next week here on Have a lovely weekend, everyone. Take care. Bye.